Hello. Hello, everyone. Just taking a moment to join all the different platforms. How are you today? Hello. Hello, beautiful friends. We're meeting today again for day two of Daily Sexy Jam. Love those meetings with you. <laughs> hey, uh, I can see some faces on Zoom. I really like that. Not, not necessary, but uh, it's sweet to see some of you coming back. And I think, uh, yeah, it's nice also to see some people who I know that are joining my courses later on. This is awesome. And some people that are already my students, it's really beautiful to see you guys too. So, um, can you hear me well? Can you see me well? How are you feeling? How are you today? Thank you. Uh -huh. Cool. So, super cold these days here in Ibiza. I don't know how about you, where you are, but it's unusually cold and I have a friend coming today from Russia and I think that she will be colder here than <laughs> she is in Russia indoors yeah because uh, we don't have central heating here uh, but it's unusually cold wow but it, it's nice yeah I like that this change of seasons because m much of the winters I spent in tropics so it's actually it's my first uh, proper winter in many years not for too long because I'm going to Bali in uh, less than a month uh, oh, thank you, Nadia. <laughs> um, yeah, the session is recorded. I pressed the recording. Uh, so if you need to run away, you, you will get the recording. And if you are not on Zoom, meaning that you are uh, either on Facebook or on Instagram, I do recommend you to join us on Zoom because that's where we stay longer. And um, in the end of the call, I want to uh, give you uh, one more. So the call is called three, um, three keys to attracting a relationship of your dreams and keeping the relationship of your dreams because it's a big thing. Eh? Some people manage to have to, to attract relationship, but then they don't last. Yeah, they have those kind of fleeting connections with people, but then it doesn't really stay uh, for whatever reason. Yeah, something that doesn't work or. Yeah, you feel like you have to go or the person has to, feels like they have to go. So it's a big piece, huh? like to keep that relationship. Uh, but um, the call is called three keys, but in the, in the after party, so in the end, I want to give you the cherry on top of the, ta the pie. I want to give you the number four. That's especially important for keeping the relationship. And generally, it's such a simple thing, but it's so easy to overlook. And I work a lot with couples, and I know how easily they forget about that fourth very important piece uh, that makes a huge, huge difference in our lives. Anyway, so this is uh, for the after party. So if you are not on Zoom, please do come on Zoom. And uh, if you're not... Um, uh, signed up for if you are signed up for the sexy jam uh, list then you will receive the replay uh, of everything actually yesterday was really nice I really enjoyed we were lots of people lots of people also watched the replay I could see the numbers uh, it was beautiful conversation about the inner man and inner woman inside of us so this 
principle, this is a very ancient principle. Yeah? I kept saying that it's, it's really coming from ancient understanding of polarity in yoga and in tantra. And at the same time, it's a new, it's a shift of the paradigm of relating and the shift of paradigm from kind of coming, uh, you know, from that kind of more uh, disempowered state where we are and we're looking for someone to fill us up and to make us feel happier to actually coming to the inner marriage within. I believe that it's a really important piece for all of us to embody these days because that, that's where we grow exponentially when we can really find a place of completeness inside. It's, it's, um, that's, 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 uh, that's a winner. That's, that's amazing. Uh, so, um, uh, someone, yeah. So, um, as you, as we go, you're super welcome to ask questions. You're super welcome to uh, sh give me shout outs if anything really resonates. Uh, that's, uh, I really appreciate that. It also, you make a statement, you know, when you like something that you hear and you make a statement, yes, I resonate. Yes. Uh, you're saying what I know inside maybe. Yeah, please state that. Please, please comment this. It's it's a, it's a it's an important act actually for yourself to do that to claim like oh yeah I want that or yes I know that I resonate with that uh, and also it it makes me feel like I'm actually speaking with you guys. I'm not just here talking to myself and seeing myself in the cameras. <laughs> so um, okay, let's let's dive in. Ready? Or not <laughs> let's go into it <laughs> thanks for those thanks for those uh, hearts uh -huh. cool thanks Kim uh -huh. hello Amanda from Alabama hello everybody uh, so um, hmm. Uh, so the first key to really attracting that special someone that, um, um, yeah, now also these days, um, some people have a hard time really saying that they want to attract that uh, special person in their life. Because also with that whole emancipation and that whole kind of, I don't need anyone, I'm, I'm so emancipated, I'm so independent, I'm so empowered. And there is a really dark side to that. Yeah, although it is good to come to that, complete, to that completeness inside, as I was just speaking, at the same time, acknowledging our need to be met in intimacy and deeply met and really discovering that longing inside and really daring to claim that, that's actually number one key to attracting that relationship and to keeping as well because um, you need to really own your desire for that. And it's a big piece, you know, even maybe you feel like, oh yeah, well, I know this. Even for myself, I have to say that I've known this all my life. And at the same time, there was a phase in my life where mm, I was having connections and even sort of mm, having relationships with, which didn't last very long, but like having that, that phase for a few years where it was happening, life was happening, and I was like, okay, I just flow with life. Yeah, I don't want to like 
claim anything. I just want to surrender to where life brings. And it's, it's a good attitude. And at the same time, I kind of really uh, negated a part of me in that. And maybe you are doing something similar. I think it is quite common in that independence, uh, we might be uh, really disconnecting from a very sacred place in the heart, which has a longing for that uh, deep meeting with someone. And maybe also because you got disappointed, maybe some of you have been calling that beloved for a long, long time, and then you keep being disappointed. And then people who come into your life, you realize that uh, I saw someone's post recently, they said, oh, that's my face when I meet another, uh, when I realize that I'm dating another emotional and available person. Yeah, so these disappointments then uh, keep happening. And then at some point we might go like, oh, you know what? I just, I'm not going to be bothered. I'm just going to like forget about this and, and whatever. You know, if life wants to manifest this person, good. If not, good. So, uh it's okay, yeah, this, in this surrender, and I'm going to be speaking actually about surrender later, but um, we need to claim what we want. This wanting is huge, uh, because uh, also I wrote this post and I said that uh, we kind of forgot how to want things. There's a whole art to wanting something. And it is fascinating. And it is also yesterday I mentioned, I mentioned that this will, engaging your will into your life, it's a spiritual practice. You know, it's not just wanting iPhone 6 and then iPhone 7 and iPhone 8 and this car and that thing for your house and this and this and this accumulating goods. Yeah, the consumerism society, which media supports kind of. And then many people are like just obsessed with getting, 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 getting. It's a totally different story. But really determining what is that your big desire in life or desires it's a whole spiritual practice, really. So, and uh, when you're not claiming that, you are keeping yourself small. And uh, um, first one is to really dare to say what you want. Really, it's huge. You, it, that might be enough for you. If you really claim, okay, I want that. Okay, I want a relationship. I want a relationship that is like this, like this, like that. I want a person like this. It's not about kind of constricting yourself into some boxes and being unavailable to what is actually happening, but creating clarity, not fantasy land. Yeah, not, oh, like, oh, I need this and this and this and this, uh, but clarity. Yeah, clarity with structure and claiming that. Claiming it to yourself, first of all, claiming it to the universe. You don't need to go around and speak about it nonstop, but have that settled within you. How are you going to do it? I don't know. Maybe writing helps. Yeah, some people write those lists. I also did write the list. Um, but uh, whatever helps you. Yeah, for me, writing, uh, like writing really with pen and paper, it really helps to uh, land the subconscious, I find, for many people. For me, definitely. That's been my psychotherapy writing since I was a child. Uh, so maybe try for yourself also writing, writing and not even thinking about it, just writing, stating, offering uh, your, your thoughts, your feelings to the paper. Yeah, uh, then uh, so that daring, really finding that daring inside, how much do you dare to want what you want? It's huge. That might be enough. Do you dare to want what you want? Or do you feel there is a, like, it, there might be a sense of unworthiness, Yes. 
it might be very deep subconscious uh, pattern that actually majority of people have that unworthiness, that feeling not good enough. And then because of this, you might be not daring to claim even to state what is that you want. Another thing is doubts. Doubt is a huge one. And that's something that is really unhealthy to doubt. Yeah. It's okay to be confused. And sometimes I just like, oh, I don't know what's going on in my life. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know anything. This, is, this can be a very good state. Yeah. Like if someone is really like structured, my life is like this, it has to be like this, this kind of anal retentive personality a little bit. Yeah. This obsession with control, then kind of moving away from that and going to state of I'm confused. This is great. This is an amazing step. I, I really like actually confusion on people. It's at least there is an openness. Yeah. And openness is important for any kind of spiritual development, spiritual transformation. So, um, but doubt is different. Doubt energy is very sticky. Yeah, and you may find that it's very hard to make decisions for you in life. And you always are not sure if you want this or want that. And maybe you go like, oh, but I, I had a friend like this and she was, uh, her, her partner of five years proposed to her. And she was like, I was asking, oh, so you're excited. So you're getting married. And she was like, well, Yes, but at the same time, I'm a bit not sure because what if, I'm like, what, what if? Uh, you love this guy, you've been together for some years, you say it's amazing. It's like, but what if I find someone better? What if someone better comes into my life? And this is poison, yeah? And now these guys are married for 10 years and they have second child and uh, looking amazing everything. And they really went into it, into this practice of relating together. Uh, but uh, this uh, and hesitation is okay. Yeah, we don't need to punish ourselves for that. But at the same time, it's best to eradicate the doubts out of your life. Because once you go into something, you should go. Once you start walking, the path appears. You know, when you start going, grace comes in. And when you're doubting, you're lacking grace. So you start walking and then you see what happens. And then maybe something will change and you will change and you know, nothing, you don't write anything in blood on, on paper. Yeah, you're really, you're um, having that courage in life, having that yes to life, having that conviction, that certainty. It's an attitude that makes you shine, that makes you visible to the world of spirit and that gives you support and that gives you grace. So dare to, uh, to own your desire, don't doubt, and go full power. And even if you notice there is a pattern, oh, uh, maybe it's not that what I want. Oh, maybe I'm not good enough for that. Oh, maybe I need to uh, do some more work, which might be true, but still don't let yourself doubt. Don't let yourself stumble upon those patterns, those thoughts, or unconscious patterns. It may be conscious or unconscious. Um, we all are prone to that stuff. Yeah, so uh, daring to play what you want, um, not doubting. And also another piece is when you try too hard to get what you want. Yeah, so all of this is, uh, is in that first, I'm still speaking about the first key on clarity on what you want. And so the uh, kind of the under that uh, number one, we have the no, uh, daring to claim, the doubt, no, 
about doubting and also the uh, trying to get too hard. Yeah? Because some people like they are also getting like, okay, I'll do this. How can I change? How should I behave? How should I dress? How should I look? How should I smell? How should I? Yeah, then there is obsession. This becomes an obsession. It's, you see, like maybe it sounds subtle to you, but uh, it's quite different. Yeah, the, the, when your whole being aligns that power, your own the desire, it's really, it's in your belly, it's, it's in your guts. Yeah, that's your, you're directed like this, you're fully in it. And then uh, trying hard to get it, it's like you, you're trying to control, okay, micromanage. Okay, yourself or the world around you. Okay, this, 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 this. How to get, give me structure. Uh, give me th five keys to get what I want. Yeah, uh, that you want some structure, some understanding. Uh, you get very, really mental about this. This, you know, this, this also, you have that sense of worthiness. I am worthy what I want and I'm going to get what I want. <laughs> That's it. It works in the same way with money, by the way. Yeah, when you're like, okay, I need to, I'm going to do this. I want to offer this. I want to make that much. And like, it's a, it's a statement, you know, it's a posture. Your whole, it's like your whole posture becomes that way. So you guys resonating, is it resonating what I'm sharing with you? How is that sitting with you? Recognizing? How can we start doubting, Tora is asking me. Yeah, it's the nature of the mind. Yeah, it's the insecurity of the mind. That sense of, um, uh, yeah, like uh, that sense of unworthiness also. Like that, like it's a habit really. It's a toxic habit that we definitely, yeah, it's not, not serving us at all. Hesitation is okay. Yeah, like sometimes you like, you pause and you wait. You can go like, maybe we don't even call it hesitation, but we say, okay, you pause and wait and you, wait and you, and you hold that which is, which is emerging uh, but doubting is an active thing which you can actually stop and you can to stop it you just decide and you go like okay I decide I say that and I go for it uh, I also work a lot with the power of the word and uh, Tori I think you are part of the Tantra school Tantra mystery school so at some point we're definitely going to be working on that like that power of the word it's a masculine principle the Shiva principle the power of the word where you say what you want you you say what you mean and that there's just no other way that's that gotta happen that has to be a posture that has to be an attitude in life uh, which gets you anything <laughs> you want okay uh -huh. <clears throat> so uh, doesn't have the risk uh, so Edwin is asking and doesn't it have the risk inside that you narrow down your possibilities Aha, great question, because I think that that's what actually makes people doubt and it's like, oh, but maybe there is much more for me available and I am going to narrow down possibilities. Don't worry. What is yours cannot be taken away from you. And trust the spirit. Trust that once you show up in that fire, in that certainty, later on it might change you know again like remember this that uh, once you're certain it doesn't mean that you're gonna get this specific thing in this specific proportion it means that you show up for yourself in your life 
And then as you go, you might go like, okay, I go full on. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, clearly that's not what I want anymore. I, there's something else opened completely different. And you'd feel like a door opened and you go there and you go with that same conviction. Yeah, so the less you are like in that soup, like trying to uh, figure out and what if there's better and if I'm limiting something. No, you like moment by moment you show up in that conviction. It's not going to limit anything. Uh, David is asking how to get certainty and conviction or some good enough state. Uh, well, um, there are definitely practices that can help enhance that. I believe that working with your sexual energy is a very big one because you're really working with your power. When you work with your sexuality, you really work with your power. And the more it's, it, it is refined, the more you refine your energy, the more you explore it, the more you activate it, the more or you have that sense of groundedness and in yourself, in your energy, in your system. Uh, yeah. See? So that's from the energetic perspective. From uh, the perspective yeah. of attitude, that also helps. Yeah, it kind of works that way when your energy is like this, robust, solid. But you can also uh, work the other way around, you know. Okay. Uh, we also, like, you can, like, cultivate that mental state and the emotional state that's like, okay, uh, I decide that. Yeah, for some people, sometimes you can develop such a strong power of focus, although that's a big uh, piece, that's a big quality that's lacking in the world, the focus. People forgot how to focus because we have so much things going on. Yeah, always like this, this, the here, 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 uh, phone ringing, this, it all destabilizes us. Yeah, a big piece of advice actually for all of you is to disable notifications on your phones, on your emails and stuff like this, look at it when you need it because it takes away your focus. And there are lots of things like this in life. The more we can create that environment of sanity for ourselves, yeah, the less we are pulled by different distractions, the more we actually can focus. And when you can focus, that's when your conviction and certainty, and that's your attitude. You're like, posture. Yeah? It's like becomes your inner posture of, of that certainty and conviction. Thanks for good questions. Uh, mm -hmm. You can mute everybody. Yes. Yeah, Stefan says the multitasking world needs to uh, return to focus. Mm -hmm. Okay, so um, welcome to keep that uh, conversation lovely, lively and, uh, and lovely. <laughs> and now I'm going to move to the second piece of attracting and keeping relationship of your dreams. Uh, by the way, I hope it's clear that it's not like the, the, that clarity is not only about attracting but keeping as well, because when you are in a relationship, it's quite easy to fall asleep. And some people get very... Um, uh, what is this word? Uh, com compliant? Complacent? Uh, English speakers, <laughs> just help me. Uh, get kind of take it for granted, yeah. And uh, uh, then when you keep that clarity fresh, that this is my spiritual work, this is my person. I want to really grow together with them. When you have that clarity, that also keeps your in, uh, relationship fresh and alive, and actually. Uh, makes you keep that relationship and, and they keep evolving together. So, okay, second piece. <clears throat> um, 
Yeah, uh, Sarah saying energy flows where focus goes. Exactly. Um, that That's also a good point. Uh, and vice versa as well, actually, where energy goes, the mind will flow. <clears throat> you can do consciously. So second piece is inner work. Yeah, doing your inner work, you cannot just go away from it. If you want something of high frequency, if you want to attract a relationship uh, and keep that relationship that is really expanding you, that is really making you freer, making you bigger, making you happier, uh, you need to <laughs> correspond to that, what you want. Yeah? So um, inner work will always pay off. Whatever is your inner work, uh, meaning that you bring awareness inwards to yourself. Yeah, and I don't know if you take trainings, if you, by the way, if you take every different workshop every weekend, it's, it doesn't mean that you're doing a lot of inner work. But if you do good quality work on yourself from time to time, referring to help from others, creating a tribe of people who uh, can be with you as you are emerging into your new upgraded st state of being, that I create in my trainings always that we have little tribes, little families of people that stay in touch even in between the trainings. That's a huge support because these people see your birth, like as you're birthing yourself, as you're changing. They don't have those ideas how you were one year ago or three months ago because that might be a completely irrelevant and a different uh, person. Yeah, but that inner work, um, much of your inner work should be focused around understanding your emotions and owning your emotions. Because in the world, what generally happens is that we project our emotions on others and we make others responsible for how we feel. And we go like, oh, this person is doing this and this and this to me. Although sometimes it may be true that there are psychopaths and schizophrenics and, and you know, all sorts of people out there, but still it is something in our resonance that attracts them. So, um, you know, maybe you don't want some people in your life and it's very hard sometimes to remove certain and at the same time um, still the focus should always be inwards because you cannot change other people you know just intelligently intelligent thought should be that we cannot change others they can change if they want they can be influenced and inspired but we cannot change them you know just give up on that it's not your responsibility but you can bring attention inwards and really Keep refining yourself inwards and seeing, yeah, what are you scared of? Yeah, maybe you're scared of something on the outside world. In a relationship, maybe you're scared of dishonesty or uh, scared that your partner will cheat on you or something like that. And you can bring inwards, why am I scared of that? Where am I cheating myself? Yeah, or uh, someone is annoying you because they are too, too expressive, too loud. Yeah, then looking inside, why is that happening? Uh, where am I scared of expressing myself? Yeah, where am I too quiet? Or where am I too loud and too abusive to myself? Uh, or uh, understanding, you know, inner work inevitably will bring you to mother-father issues. Yeah, mama-papa issues is something that we all have to address because we all have them. No, no matter how amazing, uh, fascinating your childhood has been, um, you know, every time a person tells me that their childhood was amazing, I always feel that they actually did not look deep enough because it's not possible to go through childhood and, and be not traumatized. No matter how amazing our parents are, and maybe we did have a holding and beautiful family, and from their eyes, maybe they, they were really doing everything they could, and most probably they were, 
but still uh, just uh, as, as little children we are like sponges we really absorb everything so it's not like we, we need to look at that and, and own that and uh, always like um, definitely the initial stages of inner work have to um, have to do with that yeah so um, doing the work on yourself will help you attract the person that you want yeah and maybe you heard it a thousand times that yeah just keep working on yourself and uh, you know don't worry so much about anything else well this is true yeah you heard this uh, probably and um, definitely this is true oh, someone is asking you on Instagram <laughs> Nadia please have a look uh, they say that they they can't watch the video right now and they're asking if it will be available yes we will have replays so uh, please um, either sign up for daily sexy jam email list so Nadia will give a link yeah, then you will get the replay if you're on that list. If you're on Zoom, you're also getting, you're joining that list automatically. So, yeah, like uh, finding that ownership of your emotions, uh, claiming your childhood wounds, because also in a relationship, unless you have really looked at your childhood wounds, you will be attracting a relationship which presses on those wounds. And you will get so triggered from simple things like, uh, you know, if uh, you and I were to date the same person, like in the scope of like a few years, yeah, if you were dating and I'm dating, and then maybe you were being triggered by things which leave me unaffected, for example, yeah, someone else, unaffected. but why they trigger you and they don't trigger me is because you have a set of wounds that I don't have, yeah, from childhood usually, or sometimes even from before, if you believe on that or not, but it's really about experience. Um, but uh, sometimes this can be very, very ancient wounds, even co from collective. We can be hit on certain wounds, which some people are like, oh, I don't notice, I don't, I don't bother. Some people get triggered when the people don't put down the toilet seat, you know this thing? Like they get so triggered. I don't know why. I, I cannot understand this. People, do you, do you know this thing? With toilet seat up and down, I really don't get that. There's no piece in me that even get uh, touched for a tiny second by this whole toilet seat story. But for some people, it's like a major story. They feel almost abused and violated. I mean, I'm sorry I'm laughing. Maybe it's a, it's a big deal for some of you. But for me, it feels so ridiculous. Yeah, and, and it's a simple example. But then, of course, there are... Uh, certain um, issues where it's like, okay, a um, person is, is uh, saying something or reminding you of something and it's not about their attitude towards you, but it reminds you of some pain inside of you and that's why you, you get stuck. So looking at that stuff and working through that stuff will prepare you for your relationship with you don't have one and if you are in a relationship um, and you your relationship is dying or your relationship is really um, not juicy anymore and stuck and stagnant again doing the inner work is what you have to do because you will see that uh, entanglement that you get entangled with your partner into resentments and stuff like this this is this is yeah inevitable unless you're really doing a lot of inner work and then you're looking at yourself and owning what you do both partners have to be doing that <clears throat> So, oh, beautiful. Thanks, Violeta. She says, every word you say is so spot on, I can't believe it. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, very precious to me to feel your appreciation. Let's see if there are any questions. Uh, 
Edwin is saying, what I notice is that if a man puts energy into the, uh, the early phase of getting into a relationship with the woman of his dream, he might get into the friend zone instead of the lover's zone. What to do? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a good question, actually. Uh, why some people stay in the friend zone and don't move into the partner zone? Mm -hmm. Yeah, great question. Well, sometimes it's just because it's it's not your person and they don't have the polarity with you. Yeah, and, and it may be that um, their mind is focused on something else and uh, you just don't show up to them as an attractive individual and they just see you more. Um, like that, that happens also actually yesterday's conversation on that. I, I would recommend you to watch that if you were not here uh, because... The, um, Sometimes we meet each other from the state of inner woman and inner woman or omega and omega. So if you are meeting someone and then you both are really in that very friendly and very kind and very, you know, you're sharing a lot and you're uh, very warm together, it might be that it's like your two inner women are meeting and or like omega and omega yeah it's like you meet each other in that softness which is very beautiful and can be very nourishing but it won't lead to relationship because there's no fire to create fire we need to play with that polarity of the inner man inner woman yeah so uh if you are like probably you know, i don't know if you resonate with, with this but maybe you are connecting with a woman and then you are really in that warmth and you're understanding her and you're listening to her stories and her problems and da, da, da. but then it stays there so um, possibly that she is not feeling your inner man she's not feeling your masculinity your fire your direction your courage your uh, emptiness ultimately yeah because uh, the ultimate desire of the masculine and us is freedom yeah and then if she does not feel that in you that that edge of the masculine and that thirst for freedom then she there won't be that polarity there won't be that magnetic attraction created so i find that this is a, the biggest normalist uh, reason why people stay on that friend zone or there's another one where it's like two alphas meeting yeah two people in their masculine energy two leaders i'm the leader you're the leader uh and like they start competing usually either competing or they can lead together but there might be also no polarity no attraction no relationship happening because uh, they are in two masculine roles together and each is leading each is on fire each is on purpose and then uh, what to do you know there's no polarity there's no polar opposites there so maybe <sighs> Uh-huh. Well, uh, in the ideal scenario, of course, um, uh, that you, you can, you should have both and the friendship and the sexuality and this and that, but uh, you can play, yeah, which maybe some, some places are a bit too much because two omegas, two friends can also, it's like two feminine can be met on sexuality, but it won't last too much. Yeah, it won't be something that you look forward to. It's like, oh, it can be beautiful, soft, and nurturing experience, but you won't have, have the desire to have more and more of that. So there needs to be that play of polarity cultivated. Mm-hmm. 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 
Beautiful. Yeah. Some some people are like dream friends. They don't have to be dream dream partners. They will be dream friends. Okay. So we spoke about. Um, let me see what's happening. Uh-huh. No transcript of this call won't happen. Sorry, Evelyn. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Someone says that uh, someone was interested about you out of the blue. They just give up, and they start. And, and she says she starts blaming herself for that. Mm. Yeah, might be. Uh, yeah, maybe many, many reasons, but uh, possibly like stay here, stay stay with me right now and maybe you will get some answers as I keep speaking about this. Because I want to move to the third uh, key of attracting and keeping the relationship of your dreams. So the third key uh, is um, knowing how to receive, how to receive another person. And it has to do very closely with something terrifying. Uh, it has to. Um, it has to do with surrender. And even more terrifying aspect is trust. So this is a really important key because it's gonna guarantee that you get what you want. And not because of strategy, but, uh, you know, what we need to understand is that attracting a relationship that you want and attracting anything that you want, you know, um, is not about that only that thing. It's not about like, okay, I want this relationship, I'm going to get this relationship, or I'm not going to get this relationship. It's uh, really about an attitude. It's about how you live your life. This is what's going to attract your relationship. And this is what's going to attract your anything. If you live your life in coherence with your spirit, if you live your life uh, in integrity, meaning dedicated to to truth, uh, your whole life will align. And you won't need to micromanage different areas of your life. They will just fall into place. Um, it's, it really works like this and it's very logical actually and it's also magical and it's very simple. When you uh, choose something outrageous for modern day human people, human beings, uh, you choose to trust. This is a game changer. When you trust, you don't trust that, okay, I'm going to do this and then I'm gonna, it's going to be good for me. It's not that kind of trust I'm talking about. But trust way bigger. When you trust your spirit, when you trust your heart, when you trust the universe, when you trust God, whatever you want to call it, it means that you make steps in your life and you know that it's going to be good anyway because you have surrendered yourself to something greater than yourself. And then you know that you are offering yourself, you are not in charge anymore. That's actually a very smart decision because you're never in charge anyway. We're never in control. We may have illusion that we are, but we're not. And then when you actively choose that and you go like, you know what? 
I surrender myself. I give myself to life. I give myself to the divine. I give myself to the guidance of this life. Then there cannot be bad thing happening. You see? Then you know that even if it's uncomfortable at times, even if you catch a, a cold or you get a, you know something uncomfortable and something really can be labeled bad happens, you don't see it as bad. Because bad and good is just adjectives, it's just judgments of the mind. But you just go like, okay, this is what's happening. This is what is going on. Maybe you are in a relationship and then your partner is not showing up like you would ideally want. And then you go like, okay, well, this is what is happening. This is the reality of what is going on. And I'm going to be with that. And, and, and just know that this is what is going on and trust that this is what's going on. If, if you're single now for 10 years and, and you keep wanting a relationship, okay, well, I gave you the two keys, which will be great. Uh, if you implement that, that, that might be a huge game changer. But what is even more important is that you surrender and you go like, okay, well, this was necessary for me. I sometimes look back and then I feel like if I, if I start judging from my mind, I'm like, wow, I, I, I was trying to have a relationship with this person. And, and now looking back and I'm like, what a stupid idea that was. <laughs> Yeah, and then I can go into the judgment in my mind and go like, wow, what a waste of time. Like, girl, what, what were you thinking? Uh, and uh, actually, this is just the mind speaking. In a deeper sense, I am surrendered and I know that that was exactly experience that I had to have. So it could take me here where I am right now. And it's a beautiful place to be. So that's that's how trust works. That's how surrender works. And that's... The game changer, that's, that's a winner. In that attitude, we won already. There's, we, we cannot lose. We already won. Yeah, we already lost at the same time as uh, the level of, of personality and, and trying to be perfect. We already lost that game. Yeah, this won't happen. But at the level of the soul, we all won. And uh, we know that this life is magnificent. We just have to notice and surrender and surrender more and the more you surrender the more you notice the magnificence of life and the perfection the total perfection of how actually things are working when you look back at life you can see everything was necessary everything was necessary to so that you mature so that you receive your lessons so that you embody your soul in the most profound way so um <laughs> And another piece to that is receiving. When you are in that state, you can actually receive another person. So someone was uh, saying before that, okay, the person leaves me. Yeah. Well, maybe you were not available for them. Maybe they won't even be able to explain why they had to leave. But maybe there was something in you that even though you thought you wanted that, there was something you that did not want that because you were not able to receive. And again, we have to trust that because perhaps, you know, that, that was just how it was and, and someone else is coming your way and you had to be available for that. Yeah, the workings of the spirit, we will not understand with the mind. Uh, and at the same time, we can also uh, know that when we are in that surrender, when we are in that trust, we are in the state of receptivity and receiving another person. Also, I was mentioning that yesterday. 
receiving another person, receiving your life is huge. So when you want something and you go and you want and you desire and you claim it and you have that posture, like I was speaking in the beginning, and then being able to receive when it's coming your way, to go like, ah, okay, I am available to that. I am available to life. Even going out in the sun and, and feeling that sun touching your skin, you can go like, oh, okay, that feels so good. I am available to that. I want to receive that. You know, it's this eternal love making that's going on. You can feel how as you inhale, you are receiving that breath. You're receiving that air. You're, you are available to life. That's, that's a huge game changer. Same with other people. You need to be cultivating that attitude. So see, that's why I say that it extends way beyond relationships or way beyond whatever you may want to want in your life. If you have that attitude, that posture in life, whatever you do in your life with your loved ones, with your children, with your work, that's, that's what you're attracting. That's how you're showing up for yourself. That's how you're showing up for your life. How does that sound to you? <laughs> Let's see. Mm. <laughs> so beautiful Edwin I'm happy that he says that uh, this was a great piece of the puzzle about surrendering that fell in place thank you welcome yeah Tori is writing that doesn't mean that everything will be going your way what is your way when you surrender you don't even have your way <laughs> you know it's it's a little uh, contradiction and paradox someone was also actually writing me a message about this because yesterday I was also mentioning that there there is uh, contradictions yeah there will be always contradictions like even in this call you see I'm speaking about okay just claim what you want own what you want and then surrender does it sound like contradiction perhaps and at the same time life is full of contradictions and uh, opposites polar opposites exist at the same time and that's the beauty of tantra where it embraces all those polar opposites and shows that there is no opposites actually that it is just about knowing how life moves and letting that life move through us moment by moment and knowing that it's complex and magnificent and at the same time so simple when we tr stop trying to figure it out and making it go our way, it's very simple. Yeah? And those things that I'm talking about, they are extremely natural. Just we need to be reminded of them. That's why I'm here. <laughs> and that's what I learned anyway, myself as well, time and time again, that everything we know deep inside, we just have to be reminded from time to time. Uh -huh. Okay, so um, let's see if you have any question. Any questions? Uh -huh. Beautiful, thank you, Kabir. Uh -huh. Um. 
Isabel saying, my boyfriend thinks he had to find more freedom outside our relationship. Do I let him go? Mm. Uh, so this is also very interesting. Why people want to leave or why people want to cheat on others uh, yeah, in relationships. Um, it could take a whole call. Uh, yeah, we, we could have a whole call about this and maybe we should. Um, but an interesting thing is that people never go away uh, from something yeah and also the whole cheating when people are unfaithful they're not cheating because they uh, want to go away from something they actually are doing it because they want to go towards something that they are lacking so um, a huge piece for relationships and something that we can cultivate uh, when we want to keep the relationship is uh, that uh, yeah aliveness and diversity within us and that moment by moment response to life to how we are to how our partner is and not being stuck in any frames because that's what people are searching for and also as you're saying the boyfriend yeah so the freedom and you're using also the freedom word there so that's the masculine in in all of us will be always searching freedom and then if a relationship is not offering freedom to someone they will be looking for something away outside of it that gives them freedom gives us freedom because women can also have that i experienced that in the past where in some of the relationships or in also my marriage at some point i was feeling that my freedom is compromised that i could not be free within that relationship so i had to leave and that freedom didn't even have to do with being with other people it was just that sense of freedom that i am free and i am fulfilling my life purpose and i'm meeting life in totality and then some relationship will be constricting and the person will always stay with you if you are offering them more freedom when we they are with you than what they will have without you you see this is absolutely possible and this is absolutely beautiful <laughs> Would you say that in this case with two women meeting as friends who stay in Omega to Omega, that this friendship won't last unless one goes mask? Yeah, yeah, Karen, that's that's exactly what I was saying. <laughs> How do you recover when trust is broken by accident? I can address this. Let's do it in after party. So it's been already a while that I'm jamming with you. Uh -huh. Isabel, uh, so stick around and we, we can look more also at your, at your case. Uh, and uh, you guys on Instagram and on Facebook, very welcome to join us for the after party. You see we have some hot topics here moving, so we will speak more about how to keep a relationship. I have one super important piece for all of you, uh, so I will speak about it in just a couple of minutes. And also, I am. Uh, I see that we have a quite interesting conversation here about trust, about going away, and um, yeah, freedom in a in, in a relationship. Uh, so I'm very happy to to go into it, and we'll take <clears throat> maybe 10, 15 minutes more. Uh, but if you are on Facebook, so please come, and if you're on Instagram, also please come. So Nadia, please post the link for people to join us on Zoom. We'll wait for you a little. Uh-huh. 
Yeah, that's really good. Uh, Joanne is also saying I was not ready to receive. Uh, it's really, really, really big uh, thing, like to to be available to to something, to be receptive. It's like in my trainings, I we spend like like hours really looking at that. How can we receive? How can we make ourselves available to really receive what? What, what what is there for us to receive and and um, just to give you a little hint there's for you for each of you there is a lot more to receive that you can conceptualize it, it is amazing that there is so much to to receive for all of us I, I keep uh, saying this quote from Steiner I believe he said the tragedy of being an angel that there is so much to give but no one to receive and it is absolutely like that. Uh, so it's a huge one. Um, it, it's a huge one for us all to develop their receptivity. It's a huge quality. Uh -huh. Two people both surrendering and receiving together. Amanda, I like your, your direction. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, so uh, beautiful people, uh, we are moving to Zoom. So please welcome to join us there. Nadia posted the links uh, on Instagram. There is a link in my bio. So big kiss, big hug, Instagram world, Facebook world. Bye-bye. Ending here, ending here. Thank you for being with me. And Zoom, dear friends. Uh, yep. So I see some people are joining. This is good. Uh, and you were writing more, I see. So uh, Alisa wrote, how do you recover when trust is broken by accident? Isabel says, but when do you know when you are free as can be? Mm -hmm. I believe you feel free when you're complete peace in your heart, Nicole says. Should make a difference between our egos and our spirit. Love from soul compared to love from our egos. Yes. Uh-huh. Ego cannot love, actually. Whatever ego thinks about love is uh, attraction or attachment. Uh, it's just it's, we, we, the true love is only possible from, from a real big sense. True love meaning that, you know, you can have a love which is mixed with other feelings, with passion, with lust, with desire, with attachment, with uh, uh, desire for security, and so on. But the pure love is actually only possible from the soul level. How to receive if you can't see or feel what is offered? Aha, uh -huh, that's exactly it. That, that's the thing, it's through the trust, through trust. You don't know what you receive, but you trust so deeply that you are available because you know that whatever you are given, it is you are given from the divine, you are given from the spirit, you are given from truth itself, from love itself. Uh, and that's only possible through trust. So, okay, so where do we go first? <laughs> that's the question. Mm, I think we go into what I wanted to tell you. Uh, the number four in all of that is uh, how to keep the relationship that you want. Huge piece that we, we are depriving of each other a lot. And not only in relationships, 
or romantic relationships, in all relationships, a really important and usually forgotten piece is appreciation, offering acknowledgement, feedback, yeah? And that, that, that is that positive feedback. Also feedback in terms of what is not working, that's also important, but uh, I'm really speaking here. And also in terms of keeping the relationship and uh, you know seeing if your partner wants to go away or is not satisfied, is usually because they, they don't feel wanted, they don't feel appreciated. So two, two this one is that they don't feel the one is that they don't feel wanted and then um, i know so many cases when people go out and cheat and i ask them why did you go uh, why were you cheating on your partner on your man or on your woman uh, what what was the calling yeah and and i come from that space of no judgment so when people will easier open to that and they say usually well you know i felt so hurt and i felt so cold and so not seen and not appreciated and i really wanted some warmth i wanted to receive some warmth and i wanted to feel how it is to feel wanted again so that's that's actually number one reason for cheating um, that people want to feel that desire to feel that they are desired so offering this to your partner is huge and offering that appreciation uh, specifically, yeah, specific. In my country, of course, I have a whole exercise on this where it's like people, are, like the couple is, or, you know, you can also do it for yourself because there are also singles in that course. It's like a, a couple sitting there and they have a practice of sitting in front of each other and offering each other appreciation. And this is, it's a huge practice. This practice is a must for all healthy relationships. So, how to open to your partner and explain them you fantasize, Dietrich says. Mm, well, it uh, depends why you want to do that. Uh, and you need to feel safe, of course, to open to your partner and, and feel that they can receive that. Uh, you can explain some more. I'm not sure I'm getting the question. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alisa is saying is experiencing the appreciation, the number four. <laughs> Edwin says he got the second piece of the puzzle. Mm -hmm. So, um, so that, that, that was the question. Uh, how do you recover when trust is broken? Um, what helps <coughs> by accident, though, she says, um, well, um, much of it has to do with understanding, yeah? We really need to come to clarity together, to sit together, to be clear together, and to really understand each other, understand why the trust had to be broken. I don't know what exactly you're referring to, trust broken, maybe, uh, yeah, something happened, uh, or a cheating, or, you know, something like this then we need to understand what what were the roles that we played mm, it happened to me in my uh, previous long relationship that 
uh, I was cheated on. Yeah, and I found out two years later, and that was huge. It was very, very painful for me at the time, and it took me on a huge journey. And um, what helped me a lot, it took a while to process that, I will be honest. Yeah, I was not just like easily letting it go. It really, really hurt me because I, I yeah, it was, there were lots of pieces to that. But what was hurting me more than anything is that I was seeing that I created that, you know, or my piece to that. Yeah, not only I created that, of course, it was coming from the from my partner, but and the other girl, how she seduced him. And now I went through phases. Like first I wanted to kill him, then I wanted to kill her, then I wanted to kill myself. Uh, and that was really hard for uh, mo most time. It took me to forgive myself because I saw that I was uh, taking. Um, I was so scared that he was gonna he was gonna do that, so I was uh, subliminally controlling him. I was uh, trying to be so like show him my love and show him how amazing I am and do anything I want, but I could to keep him. But that that was really coming from a place of in insecurity and um, not feeling good enough, really and uh, not letting him feel free in that and and uh, i don't even know if i was doing like a lot of things or saying a lot of controlling things i don't think so it doesn't sound like my style although it was many years ago i don't remember what was exactly going on but still uh i had to own that i had that energy them freedom of not wanting their freedom in um this upgraded relationships in the conscious relationships we have to have the freedom uh, as a highest value and love freedom and love as, as two highest values and eventually you see that it's the same thing freedom and love it's the same thing and uh, when you have that together um, then you you see like um, it becomes so so much more expansive the relationship and then freedom what does it mean freedom of your partner doesn't mean that your partner has to go around and have sex with lots of other people well usually not actually if they are fulfilled and they feel free within the relationship usually they don't need that yeah unless that's something you decide on and you have this uh, wanting to explore in that way but um, usually this is not what freedom means usually freedom means that the person just feels like there is space to all of them and all of their expression and their creativity and their wildness and their spontaneity and nothing they are not stuck and uh, molded into some frames which uh, very often happens in relationships yeah mm, so um, Nicole is asking to do an overview of uh, the, the keys so number one key is clarity clarity on what you want so remember walk and the path appears don't doubt don't keep yourself small don't try too hard to get what is that have that posture of knowing being clear of what you want second inner work doing the inner work, owning your emotions, knowing your wounds, owning your wounds, um, and doing the work on mother-father issues, seeing that your partner might be triggering the mother-father issues, that it's not about them you're triggered, but they are triggering you because uh, that, that old stuff is coming up. Yeah, then the third one is receiving, being there available to receive, and that's only possible through surrender and through trust. 
And then uh, in the fourth one, I was speaking about the appreciation, acknowledgement, and making your partner feel wanted. And even if you're not uh, in the, the current partner, the possible partner, also make them feel wanted. Yeah, make them feel wanted. Make them feel free. That's <laughs> this are really this is what we are lacking and that's because when someone wants us usually they make us feel like if they really really want us and they really really want to get us normally it's like terrifying because you're like oh my god they want me so much and they want they want to put me into captivity or they want to you know, stop my freedom or if they don't really care and they're like oh, i kind of want you or kind of not you're like well they don't really want me that much so i may as well focus on places where i am wanted or where i feel invested and needed so that's the little recap. Uh, so I will read what are you guys. Oh, lots of questions. Nice. Ooh, where do we start? Mm. Can you talk more about Karen is saying? Can you talk more about attachment? Uh, what is too much? Isn't some attachment necessary for a friendship or relationship? What is loving purely from the soul? Thanks. Yes, I'm glad you caught that. Um, well, <clears throat> attachment is not a problem. Yeah, and the lust is not a problem, and passion is not a problem. But what I was saying is that pure love is so rare that it's always mixed with uh, some other aspects um, which are normally much more fleeting yeah and they're coming and going and then oftentimes relationships ends because you don't feel passion anymore or you don't feel attachment anymore um, and then the people end the relationship but what has to be the base has to be love and um, even the relationship is is not a must for love yeah it might may, maybe you want love to be expressed through your relationship but um, with the, that person I was speaking, mentioning a few times, my ex-husband, uh, I still love this person, even though I separated from him three years ago. Um, and this love will never end. I know this absolutely, certainly. Uh, but it doesn't have to be in a relationship. It doesn't have to be uh, expressed through a relationship. Uh, so uh, that uh, level of love is love from the soul. And uh, it's just that... that it's it's really pure and uh, so ultimately there's no separation yeah soul is also expressed in human life but to feel the purity it's like we have to kind of ascend a little and uh, experience that um, spaciousness of the soul that that's a dimension where the soul exists and that spaciousness and then also as we get used to that when, when you have a, a sense of that purity of love then you also I can see that they coexist. Also, yes, I was speaking about how the inner world and the outer world, they actually are the same. But at first, we need to kind of get a real good sense of the inner world. And then also, a real, normally, we all have a pretty good sense of the outer world. And then you see that they all lead to the same. Through the outer world, through uh, engagement with life, that's what Tantra teaches us anyway, uh, through going into life, going into sex, going into nature, uh, you know, communion with a tree can take you right deep into the sacred, into the inner world. So uh, ultimately, there's there's no distance between any of that. Uh, but that's, yeah, loving from the soul is like, uh, see how you can remove 
everything in the personal world, in the world of personal identity. Like, okay, you want to be close to this person. You want quality time. You want touch from this person. You want sex with this person. You want commitment from this person. All this is not wrong. And attachment, it's none of it is wrong, but it's needs of your personality. But they have nothing to do with pure love. Yeah, it, it, they can be on top of love or together with love. But pure love is just to experience pure love is worth living for. Yeah, it's it's um, when you experience pure love, you experience God. It's the same. Yeah, love is the the fabric of which the manifestation is made of. Uh, so uh, it, it's uh, amazing to to really know love. And then returning to love, returning to love, no matter what's going on, returning to love, returning to love, returning to love. And then, you know, the, the things that are changing, the changing nature of reality, it will not affect you that deeply because you, you are anchored in love. And then some people will trigger more of that love. Yeah, and that's why relationships are beautiful through human heart. They take us to the universal heart, to that big love heart. This is uh, yeah, quite esoteric information. I hope you're not overwhelmed by that. So let, let me see what else is there. <sighs> Victor saying, what about polyamory? What, what, uh, what about polyamory? <laughs> One of the ways of relating, some people choose, specify, you can specify what, what you want me to say, comment on polyamory. Is there something big I can give or change that gives him more space? Isabel is asking. Uh, it has to be your state. You have to prioritize freedom for yourself, first of all. You have to prioritize freedom and know that your freedom and your love is the same thing. So it's like you need to be a bit less invested in how this person is, how they are showing up with you. But um, I mean, that's beautiful. You know what's happening? Even if you're asking this kind of questions, you're asking me or you're asking yourself, you're asking the universe these questions, whatever is going on there, this turbulent time in your relationship is good. Yeah, we don't know if it will last or not, but already this is good. It's like, you know, uh, there is a saying that... Uh, or I don't know if it's a saying or if I said this, but through the cracks, yeah, sometimes the heart breaks. When, when it hurts, the heart breaks. And through the cracks, you can see light. Uh, and and that's, that's the beauty of the broken heart, actually. So uh, there's a beautiful question. You say, uh, what can I give that gives him more space? And uh, it, ha it should not be about him so much. It should be about you. What can you give to yourself to have more space? I understand that when it is so un unstable and shaky and you really want to keep this relationship, then all of you is like, well, how can I make it work? Like, I really want this. And then maybe you find yourself worrying a lot and thinking a lot about it. But paradoxically, what you really have to do is to stop worrying about those things and focus on yourself and, and find things that gives you joy, find things that give you freedom, find things that, that connect you to yourself, that to your love. Remember why you are initially with this person, that purity of that love from the soul and be in that and be grateful that you could experience this with this person. And, and then, okay, well, maybe 
he's already set on something else and, and wants to move on. You cannot force a person to be with you, but it provides that growth. And, and this is, if it's the only thing that it provides, that's already beautiful. Isabel is saying pieces are falling. Good. Uh, Stefan, what about the wanting sexually wise everything else? Uh, what exactly? Uh, you mean uh, it's actually a masculine way. Some for men, it's it's much more separate. They sometimes they just want sex and they don't want anything else. They don't care about um, loving this person or cultivating a relationship. It's much less uh, frequent for women. Normally, we want the package and the fantasy. Also, normally women will fantasize about the men that they are in a relationship with. And um, for men, it's more common to fantasize about someone that they, they did not uh, get yet. <laughs> Let me know, man, if it's correct for you. <laughs> that, that's been my experience with men. Gabriel, uh, I have a hard time knowing when to let him know I want him and when to walk away if he doesn't want to meet me. That's an important point because um, you are trying to find a strategy. In your question, you're saying, I, I have a hard time knowing when to let him know I want him. It's, a, it's you want to play a game. And that's what most people do. So not, not shaming you for this and not blaming. But a, the most, the biggest thing you can do is not to play games. But be authentic and be honest with yourself. And stay connected to yourself. What feels right? Not because you want to get this person and catch them when you're trying to catch someone they're going to run away but if you are really in the moment of, of freedom and you are expressing yourself from this place freedom this is the most beautiful thing then you can express you want them when you you walk away when you have other things to do like uh, yeah like uh, see, the mind gets very, very invested and the mind gets very, very scared. So that's what we need to separate ourselves from, not to go into that fear. Because this fear is a, is a killer. They enjoy and appreciate you, but when it, Stefan says, they enjoy and appreciate you, but when it comes to sexual intimacy, it isn't there. How does one overcome that? Yeah, I was speaking about the, the, this in the beginning. You can go back to the beginning of the call where I was speaking about the two omegas coming together and there's no polarity. Uh, Aisa, I identify with everything you said just now about the broken trust. Thank you so much. But yeah, it's hard time experience and I feel it's a long way to trust again and get rid of the scary, painful thoughts. Yeah, well, it takes you inside. Yeah, it, so it, it has a purpose, whatever you're going through. It has a purpose. It takes you inside, and that's, that is important. So you are looking at those things, and uh, try not to uh, get stuck to resentments, yeah, because it's, it's, not, it's like a baggage you're carrying. Try to move energy. Try to breathe through it, cry through it, yell through it, do whatever you need. No, maybe not necessarily towards your partner. More important that you do it by yourself. Maybe sometimes you can do it together if, if you have that openness in your, your connection. But important not to get hooked to those resentments because they are, they are very heavy. Uh, Stefan, what about the wanting sexually uh, vice everything else? They enjoy and appreciate you and then 
have that wanting desire, but when it comes to sexual intimacy, isn't there? Uh, that wanting to fully engage in there. Yeah, I think that was all your answer. Yeah, the polarity again. <laughs> mm -hmm. Karen, welcome. Uh, can you experience real love on your own or is it more relationship? Doris question. Yeah, you can experience uh, real love by yourself. It's, it's, uh, it's always there, available to all of us at all times. And the beauty of relationship is that um, it, can, uh, it's, it can be a portal to that. But ultimately, it's always there. Yeah, but for us, for all of us, we, we need to find uh, things in life because we have life and we can use this life to help us go, go deeper. Uh, so we need to find things in life that are really inspiring for us. So some, some it's art, for some it's nature. Sometimes I go into nature and I'm just, whoa, like opening to so much love, such great love, so much grace I feel in nature, like in that real deep communion with nature. Um, yeah, uh, sometimes it's art or music. Oh, sometimes music can touch you so deep. It's like amazing. And then uh, a relationship is also can be a huge one for us, like a portal, a gateway into that huge love because it really activates our human heart. Basically, whatever activates your human heart is a, is a portal. Uh, thank you, Gabrielle. Welcome. Can you talk a little bit about ending a relationship even though there is pure love? Yeah, the, that's, that's a totally, that's a possibility, Anna. Yeah, that, that definitely, that happened to me. Um, yeah, what to say? Sometimes um, in your life, you know that there are other things that you want to prioritize besides the relationship. And um, they, they can be more important sometimes. Yeah, we cannot... Uh, relationship is just one of the pieces in the whole puzzle of the universe. And as long as it helps you feel free, as long as it allows you to really expand and some people it can last a lifetime for others it's it's just a phase it's just some years and then you have to separate and move on and love stays there so yeah what else to say there it's it's beautiful you know if because most separations they they happen because people are having so much enough of each other and they have so much resentment and they just have to move on but Sometimes it can be just from the place of clarity, knowing that it's just, that's time for us to move on. Isabel, thank you so much. I'm scared a lot to lose myself in it. And uh, scared to lose him, of course. Yeah, I feel you. <sighs> yes, beautiful. Mikhail is saying, Michael, I believe that um, we should never consider a relationship as uh, for granted, but always feel the privilege to be with the loved one and live one day at a time, one single hour at a time. Yeah, yeah, that's that, that's really important attitude. That's how I feel with my beloved. It's like every second with my love is is so precious. I feel that that's it's the best way to meet another person. I like to remind myself there is more to relationship than love, Gabriel says. Yeah. And when I can send, give pure love to people confirmed often enough in my healing work. However, loving myself this way is almost too hard. How can that be? 
yeah, sometimes others give us kind of this bigger portal, uh, yeah, to love. Some people say it's not important to love yourself. You just love, it doesn't matter who you love, yourself or others or this or that. I believe that it's, it's the same, you know? I believe that when you really tap into love deeply, you love everything. You love the trees, you know? You cannot see the trees being cut. It feels like your children are being cut because you feel everything. You have so much love. You, you don't have separation from other things and beings. So, yeah, find, you know, if for you it's easier to love others and yourself, find love for yourself through others. Discover that this love you are allowing to flow through you for your healing work for these people, that that's the same love you, you are. It's, it's you. This love is you. So this love has to love itself too. It's, it's just there. It's a matter of noticing rather than doing anything particular. Adi, can you talk about commitment in a relationship? Mm. Uh, yes. What? <laughs> Should I say about commitment in a relationship? <laughs> I, can, I can say a lot about commitment in a relationship. Esther, that's my words. Thank you so much, Esther. Well, I feel a bit tired, to be honest, so I think we're going to wrap it up because um, also with your question, it's great you give me those questions, just give me more specific questions so I can actually, like, you give me something to bite on and, and we can bring it tomorrow and, and after after party, but now we'll be wrapping up a little bit. Yeah, see you tomorrow. Uh, I can bring a child into the world, but I see a lot of struggle with feeling free, Frederick. Uh, well, elaborate, elaborate some more. What, what do you mean? That you, you want to bring a child from a place of freedom or if you feel like having a child will make you feel not free? Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, guys, um, welcome, welcome, beautiful. Uh, so, um, I'm beautiful, I'm glad you, you are receiving what I have to give. So, in fact, uh, so sleep on everything I said, uh, try to implement, yeah, in all, remember, it's not only about relationships, it's about your life, it's about your attitude in life. Um, and see how you can have that new posture in life and report back, report back how it goes. And uh, if you have, uh, you know, you sleep on it and you see you have some more questions, something like really ripening inside, bring it. And we can definitely address it tomorrow and after tomorrow. So we have two more days together. I'm happy to do that. And, and I'm definitely happy to do more of the sexy jams anyway. Um, so yeah, but if you have a really good sharp, especially, you know, like a g generic question is like, you know, I can give a whole masterclass about commitment and relationship, for example, but, um, if you give me a sharp specific question, then I can really address it and, and we can, yeah, I see what we discover there. Uh, Tessa.
the fear of being trapped mm -hmm. uh yeah well that definitely can be an ancient fear um if you recognize it it's already a big step uh and then just see that it's it's a it's 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 you know um it's interesting like uh, sometimes you can really look into emotions and find the source where they're coming from and really dive in dive in dive in uh, but other times you see it and then you can just choose to drop it just choose not to have fear anymore drop it like a hot coil if you see it so well just drop it drop it and make that make a ritual make a commitment to yourself i don't want to be fear i don't want to be scared anymore or i feel the fear and i do it anyway that's a good attitude. Okay, so thank you so much, beautiful people. Thank you so much for staying till the end. Wonderful to jump with you. And I see you tomorrow. And tomorrow we have an awesome, another awesome subject. Uh, actually, I will be speaking about five specific things that you can lift and enhance a depth of connection with your partner. If you don't have a partner, still come. Because that will be good luck to all of you. Thank you.